Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. So here we go. There's a new book out. It's called The 16 Undeniable Laws of Communication. It was written by John Maxwell. And oh my gosh, guys, you know I'm a big fan of John Maxwell. And if he's written a book on communication, my name is Randy. I'm about to read it. Guys, I love this book. Holy cow, it's good. The book talks about, obviously, 16 laws of communicating, and they are absolutely undisputable. Can I give you a couple of them? They're so much fun. John Maxwell, he has a quote from Warren Buffett in his book. And it says that if you learn how to communicate, it will increase your worth 50% more than any other skill set you can learn. Well, if Warren Buffett says this, it's, it's probably true. <laughs> and guys, I can tell you throughout my life that that is true. I am never the smartest guy in the room. I'm not the fastest guy in the room. I'm not the wittiest guy in the room. But my mom has told me to continue to pour in myself a little bit every day. And the little bit every day compounds over time. And I've worked on my communication skills. I'm, I'm proud to say that I feel like I have room awareness now. When I'm presenting, I know exactly what everybody's feeling during the presentation. And it has to do with the communication skills. John did a one-hour presentation on the internet the other day on communication, and he, he pulled some experts. You know, he pulled some, some stuff from his book. He talks about the law of connection, and he says how communicators know it's all about others. You know, some of the the very best presenters in the world, when they walk on stage, they don't think to themselves, well, here I am. They think, there you are. And that's what he's getting at with the law of connection. The key to connecting is to get over yourself, period. <laughs> that is the key to connection, to get over yourself. Most people spend their entire life trying to get over themselves. <laughs> as long as it's about me, I can't connect with you. And John, I'm so with you on this. As long as it's ever been about Randy, it can't be about the other person. I got to get over myself to see you. Most of the time when people are talking, nobody's really listening. They're just thinking about what they're going to say next. And it's all about themselves, right? When it comes to personal relationships, the best communicators are tuned in to this concept of the bids for connection that others are making all throughout the conversation. And when I say bids, you all know what I'm talking about. It's from Dr. John Gottman. We make bids for connection all the time. A bid is something that's important to you and you want someone to acknowledge it. And bids are the currency of all relationships. It really is simple. While communicating with anybody, just actively listen to what they're saying to you and what's important to them and acknowledge their bids for emotional connection and you'll be making deposits in the relationship bank account. And the more of these little tiny bids for connection that you're making, the more deposits you're making in the relationship bank account and the richer the relationship becomes. And by the way, the better you're communicating with them. Every time that we miss one of these little tiny bids for communication or bids for connection, it's like we're doing a withdrawal from the relationship bank account. And what happens is over time, if you stop acknowledging the bids for connection, the person you're communicating with is going to stop making the bids. And just like that, there is no more relationship. Makes sense, right? And there's a rule with communication that says everything counts. <laughs> everything counts when it comes to communication. 
your words, your facial expressions, your body language, your hand gestures, it's all adding up to the message that you're projecting to the world around you. And when you think about it, the way you deliver your words, your facial expressions, your body language to the world around you is exactly the way you're being perceived. It doesn't matter how you want to be perceived. You're being perceived based upon how they're seeing you. So it has a lot to do with our self-awareness, doesn't it? You can be speaking fast or slow, upbeat or down, somber or excited. The masters of communication, they have found ways to be fully aware of everything going on. They're fully aware of their facial expressions, their body language, the words they're saying, how they're saying them, how they're being perceived. And yet at the exact same time, they have completely forgot about themselves. And they're completely focused on the other person. I bet we've all met someone that has no idea how they're coming across. John Maxwell also talks about the law of anticipation. He says, when you can't wait to say it, they can't wait to hear it. You know, I love presenting, guys. I love it. I spend my nights laying in bed writing presentations because I, I, I just, I, I can't wait to get it out. And I've noticed the more I can't wait to say it, the more anticipation there is to hear it. Because if it means a lot to me, it'll mean a lot to you. I use this on my kids all the time, guys. You'll see me do it all the time. I, I'll, 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 when they get home from school or from picking them up, they'll get in the car and I go, guys, guys, oh my gosh, I, I have something to tell you. It is, it's so exciting, guys. And they're, they're like, what, what is it, Dad? I go, oh my, I, I can't wait to tell you. Get in your seatbelts. You're going to need your seatbelt on when I tell you this. Go ahead, buckle in. And Joseph Boy's in the back. He's trying to buckle so fast. He's fumbling his seatbelt and trying to get buckled in. I'm going, I'm going, oh my gosh, can you believe it? I'm about to tell you something that is so spectacular. I'm building the anticipation. Because how we view things is how we do things. And if you build that anticipation up, and it's so exciting, the way you do it will be exciting. And then when I tell them, they're so excited. Because I built the anticipation. My mom used to use this on me, guys. Mom would come home from work from Outdoor World, and she used to buy us a pretzel rod. You know, remember those five-cent pretzel rods? And she would come home, and she would have a brown paper bag, and she would hold it up, and she'd go, you have no idea what's in this bag. And she would go, it, oh, my goodness, guys. It's so exciting. Let me give you some hints. Let's see if you can guess what it is. It's crunchy. You're gonna, you only get one, one each. There's only two of them in here. You're going to love it. It's so spectacular. And she would build it up to the point that when we, when we would see the pretzel rod, it was the most wonderful thing ever. And it tasted better because of the anticipation that she built to taste the pretzel rod. But if she walked in and said, hey, guys, I got some pretzel rod here. You want some? Eh, I'll have it later. But by anticipation she built up, we woofed that thing down, and we loved every crunch of it. So use anticipation, all your communication. He also talks about timing and silence. And I know I got, I got to work on this, guys. I don't use silence very often. I feel like I need to fill every second with words. But you know what? Just saying it out loud it has actually helped me here. Because I'm going to get better because I've just exposed the weakness within me. How do you keep your audience with you? He says, the pause. Mark Twain is a quote. He says, if you want to keep your audience, use the pause. He says, no word was ever as effective as a rightly timed pause. God, that's powerful. The pause can emphasize what you're saying. The pause can give your audience a chance to catch up with you. 
Because you got to remember, when you're talking, it's clear in your mind, but it's brand new to your audience. The pause can give them time to catch up with your mind. The pause brings your audience back to you. And I know you're all saying, guys, you're going, yeah, Randy, come on, work on this, man. I am. I'll get better, guys. The pause can point out what you're about to say before you're about to say it. And John Maxwell's a master of the pause, guys. If you've ever seen him or heard him present, before he'll hit you with the major topic of his presentation, he'll usually turn sideways and he'll put his hand in the air as if he's about to catch a ball. And he'll go, don't miss this. Don't miss this. And then he'll say it. And it's that pause. It's the time of saying, here we go. It's about to hit you. That makes the entire thing come together. I hope this little presentation of communication helped you guys. Use it with your children. Use it with your wife. Use it with your husband. Use it with your coworkers. Because I promise you, if you communicate with the world around you in a better way, you'll live in a better world. Love y'all. So communication, for whatever reason you were, as you were going through it, I don't, I don't believe you said contempt. And when I listened to this again, but for some reason, when you started, something came up to my head and I was like, wow, if there's no communication, you're naturally going to build this contempt towards somebody Mm -hmm. across the board. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where my head kind of stuck that entire time. Maybe because I'm just so, I don't want to say infatuated with the word contempt, but like that is such a... I feel like the word contempt sums up a lot of things mm-hmm. and b- communication relating to that. That's just where it stopped. Like mm-hmm. you, I don't, I don't believe you said it. Maybe you did. No, I, I didn't. Ralph. You didn't say it in no. there, but it was one of those, you said something in that talk and, and sorry for those watching, you're gonna be like, what is he talking about? I'm going to re-listen to it and I'll put it in the description of what mm-hmm. I was referring to where I instantly drew it to contempt. It might've been something about the relationship. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah. Because if that communication isn't happening and you're just assuming everything always, all the time, and you're assuming this person likes something and you're assuming that they, they want you to continue it when in reality, mm-hmm. it's the exact opposite mm-hmm. of what they get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's what I found in relationships, at least with what I do. Everybody still wants to do the best no matter what for that person. But there is that line of communication that if it's not established that I don't like this, mm-hmm. stop doing this mm-hmm. because, oh, I'm, I'm afraid that it's going to hurt their feelings. That's naturally going to build this contempt with them no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. That by you not voicing your opinion and having that communication with that person, mm-hmm. it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's going to happen. Right. You and, just talked about boundaries there. So a person that has no boundaries will allow themselves to be walked all over. And you can never trust this person without boundaries because the goalposts are always, be, always moving mm-hmm. and you don't know where they're going to stand any given day. So yeah, no, I mean, you're right. Con- contempt does truly will block you from all communication because you're just, you're so good. And I think I'm so much better than you that I, I couldn't learn anything from you. I mean, we could learn every, any, something from every single person, you know, in fact, you know, the opposite a lot of times is true. People go to the university to learn from professors and people that have studied their whole life and a lot of times, a lot of documentaries are actually written about people that come out of prison, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many documentaries are there of people that have been in prison that they've, they've basically lived a life where it's like they ended up, they ended up in jail, right? Well, <laughs> documentaries are written about these people because we can learn from them, Yeah. right? You can learn from anyone, you know? And you're right. I mean, contempt truly will 
put you in a spot where it's very difficult to communicate because you're basically always looking, you're thinking about yourself all the time when you're in contempt, you know, because there's, there's a comparison going on there. When you were in Florida, was this a big topic, this communication, like the 16 for John Maxwell? Yeah, yeah. The book wasn't released then, and he was actually giving the book away. You know, he was, yeah, yeah, it was great stuff. And, you know, John is someone where he really believes that, the, you know, he, he, I heard it today. He goes, he goes, normally in life, one plus one is two. He says, but if you team up with people and you allow them to use everything that you have, like John, most of the stuff he produces, be like I'm, I'm a John Maxwell certified instructor at this point. So I, I can actually take John's stuff and he goes, you can take it and present it as if it's yours. I'm like most people don't do that. They go, no, it's trademark. Don't touch it. Get away from it. Did you, did you copy that? I'm going to, I'm going to come after you for that. John goes, no, 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 you, you can have it. He goes, I, I want to multiply through you. He goes, because one plus one is not two in my world. He says, because I live where it's one standing next to one and now it's 11. Wow. Right. John, I mean, and this, this, <laughs> this book on communication is mainly about presenting to a group of people. That's why I kind of was morphing this into more personal relationships. But the rules stay the same, whether you're presenting to a group of people or, or just standing there talking to your children or your wife, the way you're coming across matters. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times people don't realize the voice inflection. They don't realize the words they're using. They don't realize that they may, they could, they could rearrange the words in a way to make the person more receptive to receiving it. Hmm. Because the fact is, if I, if, I, if I communicate with you in a way that you don't even want to hear what I'm listening to, I might as well not even say a word. It's so, so you got to communicate in a way where the person's receptive to hearing it. And a lot of times this happens. You know, you got something to say, and I'm going to blast it at you. And they, you, wait, you're wasting your time. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, I, mean I had this conversation with a young man, and loved the guy, you know, we were, we were, we were, in, we were talking the day, and he was communicating with someone that he was having a problem with. And, and it was like, you know, you mad at this, mad at this person, right? Really angry with him. And he goes, all right, you're, you're ready. Here we go. I'm going to call him up. Okay, go ahead. And as he calls, I took my phone and I pushed record, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the auto recording, mm -hmm. just record. So I recorded his entire conversation and then he hung up and I, and he goes, so what do you think? I go, Ooh, oh, <laughs> I go, no. I go, that, that was a rough one. <laughs> I go, you, you are, you are extremely defensive. Every, every single sentence that you ended, ended on an up note. You're like, yeah, and it seems to be like this. And you're like, duh. And look, you know, and that's, those are fighting words, right? If you end your, and, and your sentence on an up note, I'm fighting with you. Mm -hmm. And the position is, here's my problem. And you're part of it. It's like, well, oh my gosh, you know? And, and, and then as he, as he's talking to me and I, I told him, I said, you know, and by the way, my, my phone's been recording and I, I'm going to text you the recording in a minute. So you can listen to yourself because a lot of times that's the key to communication. We don't see ourselves. You know, we don't look in a mirror and go, see ourselves for what it really is you know so if you can actually do that listen to yourself and go wow i didn't even know i sounded like that most people don't then i, I said and by the way i've been recording our conversation and i said if you if you listen to your tone of voice with with, the, with that person on the phone and then your tone of voice with me which one would you rather speak to which you know, which one was better i go it's easy to be nice to someone that's nice to you it takes a big person with a big character to be nice and courteous to someone that's not nice to you. Mm. That's, that's it. I mean, it's so simple, but it's so hard, dude. It is so hard. I know. I'm with I, you. I don't, listen, I'm not saying what I do is right. right? I, we're projecting. <laughs> you know? I know, we're all projecting. I am a victim you know? of that to the extreme. Yeah. Cause like sometimes I live in that and this is why I probably build contempt with people without even recognizing it. Like, 
I'm the same way. And I try, I try my hardest. I bite my tongue. I sit there, I mm -hmm. smile, I do what I can. But after a while, I just want to shake somebody up and just be like, just yeah. please listen yeah. to the words that I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Just please. Yeah. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to be a good person and I'm really trying to, what you're doing is wrong. It's, this is not it. According to them, it's right. Right. And it's right. like, right. But what you're doing is wrong. You can think it's right. This is what, well, th th that's the, you can think it's wrong, but this is the procedure and what you're doing is wrong, but you you're accustomed to thinking that it's correct. Right. I'm trying to go about it in the way that's like, Hey, you were taught wrong. Let's, instead of me calling you out on it and going, I'm not calling you out. Excuse me. That's a very, very derogatory, like direct mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Instead of me just going, you're wrong, you're wrong. It's like, Oh, I can see you're doing this. Let's try it this way. And then it's after a while, it's like, well, we're not trying anything differently. We're mm -hmm. still doing it this way. And mm -hmm. that's not the way to do it because this is like, here is the do way to do it. you have any example of this? I, I, I'll use podcasting, for example. Okay. And I'm only saying it, right? Like you mm -hmm. develop, like not our podcast, but you develop a structure. You develop because you it works one way. Okay. It really does. Okay. There, there's not one way to do something, but it's, I've tried this way to try mm -hmm. it that way, added this, this takes up this amount of time compared to doing it this way mm -hmm. by adding this, purchasing this technology that allows you to do this to say, you know what I mean? So it's like the trial and error has been done. Mm -hmm. Like for, for if you were going to accumulate the amount of time, mm -hmm. it's, it's very, yeah, it's, it's yeah. there. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. To then here's the structure. Here's everything that's in place. Just, just not follow the, just, here it is. Mm -hmm. This is how easy it can be because mm -hmm. it's it's mm -hmm. self. It's done here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then somebody does something the other way. Okay, totally get it. Um, or it's I know how long it should take mm -hmm. to edit an episode, to edit something here, to edit something there. I just know how long it should mm -hmm. take. It's just mm -hmm. you know what I mean. When yep. you, same thing with you. When you make a bottle of wine. You just mm -hmm. you just know mm -hmm. you've done it so many times, mm -hmm. and it's wh why would this episode take this long? Just a quick question. I'm just question. Just a question. Why would it take this long? Well, I tried to do it like this. Okay. I understood. Mm -hmm. Just moving forward, this is just mm -hmm. to prevent you going. I already did everything here mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. prevent that because I did that already. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. I've done it all. Like I've done that aspect of it. So the reason why it's the reason why I don't do it that way is because that's why it takes us long. So this is the way that can do it so that it's here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, next up, what's going on with the episode? Oh, it's. It, this is the issue I'm running into. And then I sit back and I go, hold on a second. Didn't we just have, in my head, I don't say, but mm -hmm. didn't we just have this conversation? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like the reason why it's done this way mm -hmm. is because I already did all that. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, I already I did it that way and it doesn't work. This mm -hmm. is why this is, mm -hmm. but then we also just talked about it mm -hmm. five days ago mm -hmm. and you agreed, you yes me to death saying, this is what we're going to do. And now you're doing the same thing again. Mm -hmm. And not following this, what's the direction there? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. how, I get it. so from a communication standpoint, how do you communicate it without having to put your foot down, be direct? Because then you are made out to be that jerk. You are mm -hmm. made out to be that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you look what? wrong and it's like, well, I don't know how else to really communicate this anymore to you. Yeah, yeah. So it's very that, long. That was a very you know, long winded. Thank is, you guys right. for letting me vent about it. Cause I'm going through it and I'm like, I don't know how else I can really say yeah. this without telling them yeah. to just listen to what's coming out of my mouth now. Like, like I don't, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I do. But a lot of times like knowing and doing are two different things. Everyone knows that you shouldn't smoke. People still do, you know? And, and it's like, pe sometimes people don't, won't understand something until they discover it on their own. So it doesn't matter how 
much you say to them, like, this is how it needs to be done until they discover it. They really won't know. And that's, it's, it's, it, I, give them, forgive them. You know, they, yeah, yeah, oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and it's, you know, it's, it's almost, it's like, it goes back to that saying, like, if you don't do what someone did, just do what they did and you'll do what they do. Right. But a lot of times people go, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to find a different way. Great. You might find another a different way, but if you want to do what they did, just do what they did and you'll do what they do. And in, in our communication, if you're the expert, if you're the person going, I I've done this, I've been there. You know, there's a saying, if you want to go somewhere, talk to someone that's on their way back. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I mean, it's so simple, right? Go. They'll, they'll tell you how to get there. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's true. You know, so and, and most people that ever achieve stuff in life, they want to help other people achieve the same thing because they're passionate about it. They're excited about it. They're going, yes, you can too. You can get there. And then we can celebrate together. We can be, we can be the same. We can win, win at the same area in life. And in communication, if you're coming up against someone that you just see that, man, they're making the wrong decision. They're going down the wrong path. All you can do is just simply be a, a soft guide rail in their life you know, a soft guide rail. In other words, you're a dotted line along the road. You're not the big, strong, heavy metal rail. You're the dotted line saying, if, if what's worked for me is staying within these dotted lines. If you mm -hmm. go out of them, I can't help you. But if you stay in these dotted lines, I can help you. And then they find themselves out of the dotted lines and they come to you go, no, no, remember, remember, remember you're, out, you're out of the dotted lines. Come, come back and now I can help you. And they'll go, oh, I got it. You know, but really, everyone lives in their own reality of life and everyone perceives something different. So if someone's so passionately saying, I'm right and you're wrong, just as much as we think we're right, they think they're right. Yeah, you know what I mean? know. That's and it goes, the... Yeah, it goes both ways. And who really is right? Who knows? But there are, there are rules to life. There are. I mean, they're, they're written out in Proverbs and the Bible and stuff like that. If you follow those rules, you'll live a good life. If you don't, you probably won't. It's really that simple. You know, and this is this is this is where things kind of get gray when people try to create their own truth about life. And I think that's a dangerous area to try to create your own truth. You know, like this truth, it's, this is right for me. Well, is it right for everyone? You know, I don't know. You know, when it comes to communicating though, the best advice I would ever give someone is treat the people you love like you treat your best customers. And you will be amazed at how much of a wonderful person you just became. It's that simple. It's so hard. <laughs> I did. I know. I know it's going to be a kind of, not that we're clashing on this concept, but it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's also because it's like the infancy stages, right? Where it's like, you got to learn and you got to, you got to learn to like me, for example, you got to learn to fire customers. You just got to, it's just like, it's a business thing where mm -hmm. like mentally, it's just like, it's just a part of mm -hmm. business, but you do everything with the positive best interests in mind always. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just going through that stage because mm -hmm. it's like, that's where I feel it's at. And I'm like, wow, communicating is one of those things where it's, where it's not even a requirement, it's necessary, but now effectively communicating is like the piggyback off of that. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you effectively doing it? Because right. clearly what I'm doing is not effectively working. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm trying to just work out on my end. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, let me just try to, mm -hmm. let me try to do it. And let yeah. me try to relay it without sounding like me, 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 I, yeah. I, I, and yeah. it's yeah. not intending to be that way, but it's like, Hey, listen, man. It's almost like an insult, like spent hundreds of hours trying to perfect this thing. And mm -hmm. you're coming to me telling me that it's wrong. It's, it's like going a different way. It's, yeah, right. it's like, I don't really, mm -hmm. I can't agree with that because mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, do. I, I yeah. hate to say it that way. And it's not trying to boost an ego. It's just. Mm -hmm. What I would do in communicating like that, take the issue out of the individual. Take, take like, basically you're saying it's you versus them. I would say it's not you versus them. It's my process versus their process. Gotcha. And when, it, when all of a sudden it's not the individual, it's no, it's no longer personal. 
you know, this lesson come, actually comes from the last lecture. When it's, someone comes up with an idea, it's not Kathy's idea. It's the idea about the train. And let's talk about the mm. idea about the train. And now if that idea gets shot down and, tr and changed, Kathy's not offended because she, she doesn't own the idea. You know, so I would say, th this is my idea. This is how I've done it. How do you want to do it? This, you know, what's your idea? And then we talk about the idea as it's separate from the individual. And th this, this area of communication, this is why we say earlier about the, my, my kids. If they do something I don't like, I don't say, I can't believe what you did. I go, I don't, I don't like what you did over here. That action isn't good. You're still wonderful. I love everything about you. But what you did, that I don't like. Mm. Because I, you can change the action. I can't change the individual. If I'm, if I'm going after them as a person, we got problems. Yeah. You know, because like I, I love Maggie, I love Joseph, I love Natalie for who they for who they are. And one day they they're do they might be doing something that I don't like. You know, like come downstairs and the house is all torn apart. You know, it's all a mess. I don't like what you did. I love you guys, but if we don't clean this up, we are all in trouble here. Oh my gosh! But now it's and, and you want to I word it in a way where I'm sorry. This is just the way it is. I'm not the one imposing this upon you. This is just the rules of life here. You know that if you make a mess and you don't clean it up. You did something that shouldn't happen. I'm sorry. The rules of life is going to say this needs to get fixed. It's not dad. It's, it's the rules of society, the rules of life. I see. And if you don't learn this now, you're going to have to learn when you're 18, 19, 20 years old. And the consequences are much greater then than today. Learn now, right? Interesting. Yeah. If ever there's an issue or problem, take it out of the individual. Never. Re you know, and this actually comes from Gottman. He says, if couples are fighting and there's an issue, the, the couples that end up getting divorced, they place the issue inside the other person. And they say, you are the problem. The couples that have a successful relationship, they remove the problem and they treat the problem like a ball that they're just passing back and forth. And they're just talking about it. And then they can put the ball down and walk away from it. And it's not in the other person. Interesting. Right. It's huge. That's this a is, cool dynamic. It's great stuff. I mean, Tiff and I use it all the time. I will never, Tiff is never the problem. I'm never the problem. But if there's a problem, we talk about it like it's outside of us. And therefore, it's not internalized in the individual. And this is just with any sort of issue with someone. If you have an issue with someone, it's not the person. It's what they think. It's outside of them. It's like, well, here, the, the issue is how, how this should be designed. Okay, let's talk about how, 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 what do you think should be designed? How do I should think it should be designed? And then maybe there's a hybrid. And I would say, because I'm always looking for ways to get better. I'm sure you are too. And they'll go, absolutely I am. Let's just so we can figure, figure it out. Now we've removed the personal connection to the idea. Now what's happened is they can, they can basically change their mind and save face. Mm. But if but if the idea is inside of them, they can't change their mind because they change their mind. They're wrong. Yeah. And it, but if you remove, remove it from them, they can they can change their mind and they're not wrong now. And it's all good. No problem. You know, and we always got to think not no one is no one in the world, in my opinion, is at the exact same spot at the exact same emotional time. Right. In, in time. Right. So everyone's feeling something a little bit different. Everyone knows a little bit something different in their head. This is what makes humanity so great. Right. So when you're communicating with someone, you're communicating with everything they've ever lived through and everything they've ever heard from their past at this moment in time. In a year from now, you're communicating with a different animal because they've been through a different set of life circumstances. And when we can recognize that now communication go to a whole new level. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of dumbfounded because like while you were saying that whole thing, take removing the problem. For some reason, I went to the visualization of like. Literally, like if you and I are having a conversation, literally buying a ball and mm -hmm. being like, here's the problem. Yep. What's the Toss problem? Toss it around. That'd Give be neat. Like literally, like, yeah. like literally you said that and I'm like, huh. I'm, now I'm literally after this going to Target and get a ball. Couple should do that. Because it's just like yeah. 
it's such a visual it is. realization of like, you want to know how you do it? Oh my Whatever God, Whatever your Ralph. problem is, just do it. That's where even, my head went. That's why I'm even, sitting here looking like, right. wow, it could be that simple. You could write the problem right on the ball. Yeah. And it's like, all right, what are you doing to figure it out? Well, I need help. Okay. How are we going to go about it? Yeah. Great. There's yeah. a problem. Leave it there. We'll figure it out a later yeah, time. Yeah. Let's put it down. We'll come back to it another day. Yeah. Because then it's no crap. longer you and that person. Wow. Yeah. Listen, I'm not a therapist, but if you guys want to use it, take it. <laughs> wow. Take it. Do what you want to do with it. Yeah. I'm going to do that after this. Wow. I'm going to text Diana that right now. That is such good stuff. <laughs> Buy a ball, please. Right? <laughs> That's awesome, right? Buy a ball. <laughs> what? <laughs> Buy a ball. Just we're do gonna it, start, please. We're, we're going to start passing it around. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Thank, Thank you for that. Man. I needed yeah. that realization. Good stuff. Thank you, man.